Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this show is real help for real couples. That's right. We come to you live every single day, Monday through Friday, on Facebook and Instagram, and we answer your questions. Good morning, Sammy. I love you. Uh, And today we are going to be talking about family drama, baby mama, all this business going Mm -hmm. on. You said Um, that backwards. Baby mama, family drama. And we do four things every single day on our show. The first thing that we do is a prayer together. The second is our gratitude, what we're thankful for about one another. The third is our intentions, our behaviors we want to do today. And then the fourth is we talk about your questions and do our conversation starters from the app. We encourage you to do all these things with us. And That's if you're right. new here, we we love you. Welcome. Right. Won't you pray? Okay. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Dear God, thank you so much for all of our blessings. Thank you for teachers like Eckhart Tolle and Sadhguru and Wayne Dyer and Joyce Meyer, God. Thank you for this amazing planet, the power of presence, Dr. Dan Siegel, and my family. Amen. <laughs> That's just a prayer for me. <laughs> all the things I love. For all your... All your- all my boyfriends. Uh, all your fangirl crushes. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, so, now we go into gratitude, right? Yes. I, so, oh, go ahead. No, you go. I'm thankful that you took Mariner to get his hair cut and that you guys went and had a fun time. And I'm mm-hmm. thankful, this is going to sound super weird, that you love your haircutter guy, Charlie. Oh, he's the best. Like, it's just cute and he's funny and you're funny and it's a really fun relationship. It, he's at the Great Clips in Maple Valley, yep, and, and I he's cannot great. be happier. I have I have gotten eighty dollars haircuts in downtown Seattle with the hipster, most fancy right. people ever. Razor shaves, spray all on this pants, stuff. all of it. Uh, eighty dollars haircuts, and my most favorite of all time is Charlie. He's from Vietnam. He's awesome. He makes me look nice. Yeah, he, and, uh, he is the funnest. He's the best haircut. guy, and he cuts my hair the best. Yeah. So uh, it's just it's, I'm thankful for that. As weird as that sounds, that's right. So okay. I'm hashtag getting real. Oh, okay. I'm thankful. Oh, for you know what? Oh, right. That so, they don't know what. Okay, so we've been talking about scheduling sex. Forever. Y'all, we did it. <laughs> 
No, so we talk about whatever on the show, obviously, but we've been talking about literally for years and all the like uh, benefits of scheduling sex and blah, 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 and all this stuff, and we got on a schedule. It may sound corny. It may sound not spontaneous, (laughs) but it is, and it was freaking awesome. So thank you for that. We're following through. We're actually doing it. Literally and physically. <laughs> so thanks. That's awesome. You're welcome. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for that because it, it matters, right? Mm-hmm. So my intention today is to, let's see. Oh, always, it's a relationship intention, not your goals uh, for today. Oh, to serve you well. And guess how I serve you well already? There's a big steaming pile of hot turkey over there. <laughs> that sounds so gross. He made me turkey. So, yeah, she, she likes to have prepared meats. meats, right? So she can just grab some protein throughout the day. And I made a big... Pile I of like turkey to grab the meat. That's yes, you do. So that's great. And eat the meat. So oh, it's, I'm, okay. I stay pretinious. <laughs> you do stay pretinious. That's right. Uh, somebody throw up a like for awkwardness for sure. <laughs> uh, but thank you for doing that, and mm-hmm. I love that. That is your intention. My right. intention, I think, is to be more present again for like saying, mm-hmm. telling you what I care about, and mm-hmm. I'm thankful for throughout the day, not just right. in the morning and stuff like that. That's right. Okay, so I want to go a little bit. <laughs> Sideways that, here. Read that. I got to get my computer. Go okay, ahead. I'm gonna read this. So this is uh, we get emails all the time. Uh, oftentimes it's questions. My husband is a douche. My wife is terrible. Blah, blah blah. All this stuff. And sometimes we get really nice emails. And I wanted to read one here. So I will uh, um, edit it for brevity. Hey Melanie and Seth, I started to write this email in my head several times over the past year, and thought today might be the day to actually put pen to paper. Uh, Melanie, I've been able to connect with Seth in the past uh, in a professional capacity through MFT training at SPU, and I remember telling Tina a few years ago, they are starting a podcast and everyone needs to listen to this. It's going to be epic. Thank you, Tina. That's so nice. And she's right. I've listened to your show for a while and especially love tuning into the daily recordings. I wanted to write you both and speak life into what a blessing you are to me and people you don't even know. Seeing you both process your lives in real time is so inspiring, not only inspiring, but life-giving and affirming. Last week, when I witnessed you both process in real time the aftermath of some decision points about a potential move just spoke to me on so many levels. I witnessed you both shift from the problem to the process, and I could literally see you, and this is in parentheses, feel, deal, and heal, which I've never heard of. Thank you for dropping that. I have yeah. That's pretty cool. And she quote, uh, um, and this is from uh, a therapist, not this email, but the feel, deal, and heal is uh, from Tiffany Rowe, a modern psychotherapist in the Utah area. Not only am I a transplant to the Northwest, I'm a therapist with my own uh, marriage things. Having kids, parenthood, and all this stuff, um, we all go through this stuff, right? Has... uh, uh, um, uh, had some a lot of difficulties, but seeing you both show up real and raw in progress every day, every day is inspiring and gives me hope. Truly, so there's some more there, but I wanted to thank this person sincerely because when we get emails like that, it is very affirming. Like, yeah, oh, whew, okay, we're doing this. What and we do matters. Is what the we feeling do, that I always feel. What we do matters. And as I was reflecting on this email, I was like. It is not really super hard to do this every day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is, and there's a thought put into it, but doing it every day is like, well, when you love what you do, Mm -hmm. you really like what you do, it doesn't seem like work oftentimes, and most of the time, this doesn't. It's relational. It's what? It doesn't seem hard to you because you don't do like (laughs) 99% of it. So what's interesting to me is that that email says to me, mm -hmm. all the boring crap you do, having to figure out how like like all these stupid systems work and build a website they're and make stupid. 
mm, they're not fun and you don't do them. So right. when someone writes us an email like that, what mm-hmm. I hear is, girl, all the hard work you've been doing, thank you, and it matters. Which right. you're like, this show is so easy. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you just show up and goof so, off and on. I get in trouble. I am I am not saying that. I'm saying that. <laughs> well, think about it. It takes, it, just, it takes brain space to, to do this, right? And it's not draining. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Want to know what is draining? Anyway, Figuring out the, WordPress, buying domains, all that garbage. Thanks for the email. I'll be contacting you for some marriage therapy. <laughs> anyway, thank, yeah. yes, but really, thank you for that email. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And it was really, really great to read and gave us something to talk about and kind of just enjoy together. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, a lot. thanks. What's up, Delano? What's up, Daniqua? Good morning. Tierney. Good morning, my friend. All right, so we wanted to talk about... Wait, did we... Yeah, we did everything. Mm -hmm. So today is, like we said, baby mama, family drama. We've got two questions here about family problems, and Mm -hmm. they are really common. So Mm -hmm. we're thankful that people sent these in. If you have a question you want to have answered on our show, send it in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. That's right. And we will answer it. Question number one. Blended family drama. I have a blended family that looks like a toxic dumpster fire of screaming, lying, and manipulation. Mm. If I want to leave this toxic environment, I have to make the choice to leave the man I love. My husband and I have three kids and have been married for 10 years. My husband has a child from a former relationship with a seriously toxic woman who is probably narcissistic. I know that you guys don't like to throw that word around, but she has a grandiose sense of self, a sense of entitlement, is constantly belittling and intimidating. She is always bullying others, needs constant praise, and shows no sign of guilt for her treatment of others but gives excuses as to how she is the victim Mm. it seems easy and simple to say don't communicate with an ex but what about when that isn't an option she is a part of my life no matter what i do she is a part of my husband's life uh, or because she is a part of my husband's life if i don't want her in my life then i can't have him either please Mm. help me and i'm gonna say we had to edit this question a lot the person actually asked us to Mm -hmm. so um and we always do that with your questions. If you send them in, we edit them to make sure they're triply anonymous. Mm-hmm. That's right. So okay. I want to just uh, sometimes when statements are black and white, I that's a that's a a flag to me and say, you know what? Let's revisit that thinking. Uh-huh. Let's let's really think about that. So a couple of statements here. Um, if I want to leave this toxic environment, I have to make a choice to leave the man I love. Right. So uh, I want to. I if I was your therapist. I want to dive into that deeper, right? So it's like, I can't have this unless this grandiose thing happens, right? And right. then uh, further illustrating my point is, if I don't want her in my life, then I can't have him in mm-hmm. it either. So wait a minute. There are ways to untangle and untie almost any knots we find ourselves into, mm-hmm. right? Some knots are like, have been pulled by two trucks pulling apart and they're like the tightest knot you'll ever find others is just a simple shoelace on a kid's thing which may be tighter than uh, <laughs> right, I was gonna say, a kid's knot there's right. nothing tighter than a kid right. trying to tie their shoe but, who doesn't know how but the the point is there's a lot of uh interwoven parts that just seem like a huge overwhelming black and white ball of like i'm not gonna waste my time untying this it's hopeless right. i'm gonna throw the whole shoe away right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like well wait a minute let's let's slow this down so i want to I want to reframe this for you to uh, on the first thing. Like, wait a minute. What if there was a way to untie this knot? What mm-hmm. if there was a way to create boundaries so strong that even the crazy ex, who I, I'm i leaning more towards a borderline personality disorder right. rather than a, a narcissistic, um, perhaps uh, there is a way to, I don't know, to really manage and to corral this 
person, you know, if say, say, and I'm not calling this other person a wild dog or anything like that, or a wild animal, but say if you have a wild animal, if you have a wild steer and you're on a ranch, you want to corral that steer into the pen. You know what I'm saying? So you have to uh-huh. think and in- anticipate moves and really get a couple steps ahead of this steer right. beforehand, right. right? So there there are ways that you can do this. Now, I'm saying it'll take a buttload of work <laughs> if you're into that. And then if you're into buttloads yeah, of no work. Yeah, no thanks. Weird. I <laughs> I'm into buttloads of work, guys. <laughs> Go talk to Tina, sex therapist. No, um, uh, I totally well let me myself. say this is the first okay. thing when you were saying that what came into my mind is the book Never Split the Difference by mm. Chris Voss mm-hmm. and it is a hostage negotiation he's a hostage negotiation mm-hmm. person right. he actually has a master class and mm-hmm. when I read that book um, this is totally unrelated but it was it some a business partner of mine suggested it I have a business partner <laughs> he suggested that I read Never Split the Difference and when I was reading it I'm like oh my gosh this applies to parenting building boundaries with uh, in-laws mm-hmm. and f- friends all sorts of things so mm-hmm. I would really recommend that is perfect okay yeah no I'm saying that is a really good point I know I it not is think of. so now I'm going to mansplain why you should do well, it okay please don't <laughs> I'm but not what... going to do it untie no untangle and untie I love that phrase yeah and yeah. the other thing that came into my mind too is the vision or the the visual in this question she says my family is a toxic dumpster fire and when I read the word toxic I thought of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and I thought of like a toxic pond right like it's dirty whatever toxic ooze ooze but you can slowly clean a dirty pond, mm-hmm. right? And you can slowly figure out ways to get out the things that are toxins to and filter it out. Fil- mm-hmm. Yeah, filter it out. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to, instead of saying, my family is terrible, messed up, toxic, like you are claiming that, like, why don't you get a flag that says mm-hmm. terrible dumpster fire family mm-hmm. and put it in your yard? Don't say things like mm-hmm. that. Say, we are working at getting better at. And I understand right. that this isn't your problem. Like, you're not the one being a dumpster fire and it's this lady. Mm-hmm. But I need, I would prefer that we start with, let's change the way we state things. Mm-hmm. You are stating, I can't this unless that. Mm, that's not really true. Mm-hmm. And my family's a toxic dumpster fire. It feels like that right now, mm-hmm. but it can change, right? There's been toxic, dump- a perfect example, this is, really crazy, but Joyce Meyer's father mm. sexually molested her for like 18 years. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, that's the worst. It's the worst. It's done. He's the devil, blah, blah, blah. And then years later, he repented, lived like she bought him a home, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So nothing is set in stone the way we think it is, right? I actually saw a picture of Joyce Meyer, yesterday, of Joyce Meyer baptizing her father, oh. right? Yesterday on, I don't know, Instagram or Facebook or somewhere. I didn't see that. And, and I knew that that was part of her story. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. literally, he sexually abused her and like took her to graveyards. It's and, like, horrible. Just the, like, it, it the was, worst thing you can think of. Right. He did to her. Some and of the craziest stuff even I've heard of. Horrendous, As, as a yeah. therapist, right? Right. But the, the redemption story in that mm-hmm. and thinking, oh my gosh, how could she even... But she Forgive had to that. make that she mm-hmm. had to make that choice to say, I am not going to claim I'm a victim, I'm broken, I'm disgusting, I'm trash, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Which people do. People do that. They go, Nope, my family's a toxic dumpster mm-hmm. fire. 
can't do nothing about it. Right, the right. only option is to leave. I like what you said. It feels like that right now. Mm-hmm. And if we kind of give that, uh, I don't know, that quantifier, it feels like that right, right now. And then you can shake some truth on that because we want to we want to normalize and, mm-hmm. and identify our experience. I feel like mm-hmm. balls right now, right. you know? But... I don't always feel like this and I'm not yep. always going to feel like yep. this. I do right now. And I like, I really like the analogy that I use for uh, folks uh, when we talk about depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. Depression is, is like a, a gray cloud mm-hmm. and sometimes we can see it. Imagine we're like in a big giant cornfield in Nebraska or some God awful town. I was kidding. That was terrible. <laughs> I am kidding. I'd say that because I had a really bad experience in Nebraska one time and it was out of my mind. Spent a week there one night. Exactly. So anyway, we're in a cornfield in Nebraska and we see this black cloud this gray cloud coming we're like oh man it's coming it's coming it's coming mm-hmm. and then it's over us so we're sitting in that black cloud of a toxic dumpster fire right now but guess what clouds always do mm-hmm. they 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 pass away and then we're not experiencing that mm-hmm. living in that in the moment so one thing i would say let's reframe it let's don't name it to claim it or name more positive things somebody right. says i have the book by chris voss mm-hmm. yes that is awesome it is super i listen good. to the audiobook i really like it yeah it's Except really good the narrator is weird but it's so funny. what i would also do is make sure that you and your spouse are on the same page in every sense because mm-hmm. what this person is going to do and trust me borderline personality disorder is one of the most difficult mm-hmm. mental health things that people can deal with. Right. And what not I think not only is, as someone going right. are, are are diagnosed with that. I'm not saying I'm diagnosed with that. Mm-hmm. But I have I have had I don't know, maybe a half a dozen of uh, borderline clients and they will make you think you are bananas. Right. And that and it, it, I it's just a thing. Saying, it's a it's a it's a thing and we try to be as compassionate as possible, but it is Ooh, it is an uphill. Well, and I remember you saying, I think that some p- therapists will not even have them. Like they won't even take borderline clients yeah. because they're um, like, you can't fix them. They're, you can't help them. They're, I mean, you can, yeah, but you yeah. can't. You yeah, can, it, it, you it's, can't. A, it's a lot of emotional work. Mm-hmm. That right? was just impactful for me when you said that. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I've never thought about a, mm-hmm. a therapist being like, no, that's not, there's no, no point really, we which can, sounds mean, yeah. but, <laughs> so but I, there are I, specialists for it. I, I would make sure that you and your spouse, your current spouse are on the same page with literally everything and you want to like overkill stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are we doing? What do we have written down? What's going mm-hmm. on? When's the last time you talked to her? What is the plan for the kid? Do you have a screenshot of the text that says, I will be here at this time? So you literally yeah, map no, everything out. Yeah, you and know? I would think of it, yeah, like you want standard standard operating procedures. Yeah, big time. <clears throat> to, as a protection measure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would think too, the book, I Am Enough by Marissa Peer is really helpful. She has a portion in the book where she talks about dealing with people who, I think it's like boundaries, people who don't have bad, who, mm-hmm. who have bad boundaries, mm-hmm. and this idea of how you can diffuse. So, anger is like um, a fuse on a, what's the word, like a dynamite mm-hmm. firecracker, right? Mm-hmm. There is a a cause, like a there's a initial lighting of the thing, then the thing goes, and mm-hmm. then the firecracker explodes, mm-hmm. and. There is a pattern that people fall into. We have people have studied it. This is very well documented, known everything. Mm-hmm. Like if I come at you sideways, mm. what are you gonna do? Come back at you. I'm right. gonna defend myself, right? Right. That's a happens all the time, right? Mm-hmm. If I lunge at you, what are you gonna do? 
Mm. You're going to step backwards. You're going to mm-hmm. cover yourself. You're going to freak out, right? Mm-hmm. This is what hardwired into us. If you can get like two thought processes mm-hmm. beyond that, mm-hmm. where you go, all right, she's lunging. Don't mm-hmm. recoil. That is her. That is like a cougar. Like, so there are, they have said that if you run away from a cougar, you're basically dead meat because mm-hmm. that's like their favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm chasing it. <gasps> it's running. That game ignites on. their instinctual evolutionary things that right. this is, the chase is on. This is going to be food. Yes. And you've right. said something you can't, uh, you can't chase something that isn't running. Right. And that's a really powerful thought in this way where you can diffuse that toxic dumpster fire fuse lighting stuff Mm -hmm. by knowing that it's going to happen, knowing what the pattern is, and then knowing how to stop it. One of the things that I think Marissa Pierce says when people are trying to hurt you on purpose, she goes, ask them to repeat what they just said. Right. She's like, oftentimes they will not Mm -hmm. ever repeat it because they realize it was mean and they didn't think (laughs) you were going to kind of catch it. And it's not like... uh, Ooh, Victoria says, my copy is coming in today. Oh, that's awesome. It's not like what? It's not like repeat what you just said, like... Oh, say it in my face. I, you know, yeah, it's not like it's, it's not, not that. like take your hoop earrings off, take your shirt off. You know, we're we're street fighting. Right. It's I'm sorry, I I I didn't hear that. Or can, or saying something that, like if, like if you said something really ugly to me, mm-hmm. and I would just say, "Are you trying to hurt my feelings?" Mm. Like that puts the ball back into their court right. in the most uncomfortable way, and right. then they have to go. Well, I, I wasn't I'm trying to hurt. I mean, it's no. like it's like standing up to a. Uh, 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 Play, a playground bully mm-hmm. or something like that you know like they're trying to shove you and you mm-hmm. know whatever it is and then you say no i'm not going to do that mm-hmm. if you got in their face they'd it, it would i mean they might punch you but you'll activate their <laughs> right yeah but they'd be like oh that's not it's like standing up a, it's like turning around and yelling at a cougar and mm-hmm. grabbing a giant stick and start swinging they're gonna right. go oh, right you know Cougars. <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of ways that you can deal with this that mm-hmm. aren't just leave. Right. right. And that's the hardest part about it. It's very hard to imagine a new. So what is that? You have that thing. It's easier to remember your past than it is to envision your future. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want you to, in this question, I want you to go, what would it look like if I learned the skills to mm-hmm. diffuse this woman? And then my husband and I had very clear standing mm-hmm. o- standard operating procedures so that she couldn't attack us she couldn't hold anything against us we could hold ourselves accountable Mm -hmm. blah 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 um there's just there are ways to create boundaries they just don't look like what you think of as boundaries i think that literally if you did check out the book by chris voss v-o-s-s never split the difference and you can literally get it for free at audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage i listened to it on audible melanie listened to Mm -hmm. it on audible it's really good and it is super super good you can play back you can write notes you can highlight stuff in the book and send yourself uh, you can even uh, take reminders. little um there's bookmarks that play little audio clips yeah. and you can take notes a bit so, audible is great so and, and you can get it for free audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage go check it out mm-hmm. please you can also so, get the marissa peer book i am enough yeah there yeah, as well i would highly recommend that one he right. highly recommends it y'all uh Question two. Pregnant. Pregunta. Mm-hmm. Pregnant. <laughs> no. My father... Standard operating procedure. Mm-hmm. I worked for the Air Force. SOPs reign. Yeah. 
Think about if you don't have SOPs and you are trying to fly a plane. I totally am excited that you work for the Air Force. I just got like super jazzed. All right, here we go. My father, thank you for your service. Yes. Uh, My father-in-law is a very hurtful and unhealthy man. The second time that I met him, he called me dumb straight to my face. Why are you laughing? Because I've been in a situation like this. My husband received a lot of abuse from him as a child, so much in fact that his mother routinely sent the children to stay somewhere else when his father came home from his driving routes. He fights with everyone he meets. He calls us when he is drunk and high and yells at us. He neglects his grandchildren for months at a time. My husband has always tried to do what is right, which only makes him makes his, his dad's, dad's behavior worse. I don't know what to do. I hate that this is the relationship that we have with my husband's father, and I find myself deeply hating our last name because of it. What can we do? Here's what you can do. You can literally cut him off, cut him out of your life for a time. Right? Cut him out. Okay. Because I say that because of this. Uh, um, uh, let's see. Where do you, where, uh, what are you trying to read? My husband always tried to do what is right, which only makes his dad's behavior worse, right? So that pursuer-distancer kind of dynamic, ah. you know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue a relationship with you. I'm going to write you a letter stating how I feel. I'm going to use the clearing structure, all this stuff. And then some people... That just doesn't work. What is this? Let's what you, explain what that doing? more. So the pursuer distancer dynamic is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a good example of that? Like, okay, let's say in a relationship. What, let's say. Oh, you, you know what I, it reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Those people who try to sell you something in the grocery store, but they're just like total plants. They don't work for the grocery store. They're trying to sell you like an energy drink, right. and they talk to you, and they're like, "Hey." I noticed your jacket. Do you like sports? And you're like, what are you doing? (laughs) And then like, you can't get away from them. They just follow you around. They're trying to sell you something. Mm -hmm. The more they approach you, the less you want to have to do with them. And that happens in romantic relationships. It happens with family relationships. In times where you and I have had an argument or something Mm -hmm. and you're really wanting to drive a point Yeah, dive in What do you do? You're like coming at me. I'm like, yo, leave me alone. And you're like... But I can't leave him alone. He has mm-hmm. to know this, or I yeah. have to be proven right. And then, you know, you get ego all up it, in there. Yeah, it reminds me of a teenager and a parent also. Right. A teenager is distancing themselves, mm-hmm. and then the parent is pursuing, which makes a right. really, really terrible dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on here. Right. So, in this, and I am not a fan of being a family therapist, like, I'm not a fan of cutoff, mm-hmm. but sometimes it is the best thing that. A person, an individual can do when you, because if you don't cut off and you keep on trying to do this and pursue, it's almost like you're torturing yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then you're going, oh, if I just do the right thing, but I love him in this, like, let's call it for literally what it is. He calls me when I'm drunk. He, I mean, he, he He calls calls us us, when, when he's drunk or high, he calls me dumb. He abused your your husband so let's let's be real let's not be surprised that if he abused his own son in that way more likely than not he's going to be abusive in Mm -hmm. his style of talking and relating and interacting with other people he ignores his grandkids for months at a time so i hate that it's like that Mm -hmm. i wish that it wasn't like that right personally there's things that i wish that my family's like oh my gosh why is it like that right right but you can only do what you can do and the best thing as you you know are with your partner and you have your own kids you have to do those really hard awkward things that are going to be best for you and i Mm -hmm. right if we had a family member that was just like this i'd be like okay this isn't okay Mm -hmm. we're not we're we you can do what you want Mm mm-hmm 
but we aren't going to participate in any of this stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. For the time being. And you're not going to say, hey, call me in six months. It's going to be peace out. Right. You know? And when he contacts you, if he's drunk or high, say, hey, it sounds like you've been drinking. I can tell. You know, I've heard it this way before. We're not going to talk to you when you're like this. Right. We are absolutely not going to talk to you. Oh, but like here's this. the, here's, okay. That, let me just say that. And I think that what you're doing is, what you're saying is correct. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to talk to you when you're drunk. Mm-hmm. But saying it that way, what do you think is going to happen? I'm not drunk. Right. Right. I, I, what, you think you're I have spent some time with people who are like right. doing that in a setting where it's right. not appropriate. Right. And if I were to say, as other people mm-hmm. have said to mm-hmm. this person, hey, mm-hmm. you're drunk right now. Mm-hmm. It only incites okay. more terrible behavior. I'm glad that you brought that up. So here's what you can do. Because, yeah, when you do throw it, I mean, a drunk or high person, you're like, no, I'm not. And then they, jump, they don't know worse. what they're saying, right? right? So you could say, just make stuff up. Well, let me... Hey, <laughs> I have to go. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. What I was going to say and why I brought that up was that there are two really helpful things in both of these questions they were they um address both of these questions Mm -hmm. so i want you to treat this person who is toxic in your life whether that's the former wife of your husband or it's your Mm father-in-law or whatever like a child and i don't mean i'm so treat them like a child i don't mean talk down to them i don't mean be unkind to them or anything Mm -hmm. like we shouldn't treat children that way anyway but um things like this uh and this is a this is a, what's the word? The technique that I learned when one of our kids would have a really hard time. It's a parenting technique. Mm-hmm. You can find it in a bunch of books. But it's things like, oh, well, um, we need to be home by nine o'clock, so I got to go. Mm-hmm. That will stop a fight because someone goes, oh, there's a nine. Okay, nine. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they they might push you back. They might push back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But make the timer, make the clock, mm-hmm. make the calendar the bad guy. Not, well, I have boundaries and I won't stay here. Mm-hmm. Literally say, I've got to be home by 830. Right. Got to go. Right? So it's kind of a, a, a good cop, bad cop technique. And I do this stuff when I'm either selling stuff or buying <laughs> stuff on Craigslist. Right. Now, I like to sell stuff and buy stuff. I like yard sales. I'm pretty good at it and good good deals and stuff like that. And uh, I like to blame stuff on Melanie. We do it all the time. I'm trying to get a better deal, right? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to you know get the guy down or whatever. And uh, I'm like, listen, my wife absolutely said no and not even you know right. i haven't even talked to yeah, you all day right. but i'm like my wife won't let me spend that kind of money yeah 40 dollars on a wheelbarrow <laughs> but we have an agreement it's like hey when i'm buying stuff i'm gonna blame stuff on you so just take the heat and you try to do the same thing like that so it's good cop bad cop like, yeah hey listen uh dad i gotta get home the kids uh the right. kids are sick the kids just barfed or whatever right I, don't know. I mean don't make uh, don't lie but yeah. yeah uh hey i gotta get home you know i gotta mm-hmm. be i gotta be home with, uh, or or something like I have a, you know, literally make the calendar and mm-hmm. the clock the bad guy. I know that sounds so bizarre, but mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got a, I've got a meeting tomorrow at seven. I've got to run instead mm-hmm. of saying you're a toxic dumpster fire a-hole and I don't want to talk to you. Right. I have to leave mm-hmm. because of my boundaries. No, just mm-hmm. say I have to be somewhere tomorrow right. and here's what I'm doing. Yeah, um, peace out. And I think what's amazing about that is, and it is kind of what they talk about, the Chris Voss book, Never Split the Difference. He talks about that idea of if you can confuse people, and that it's not a manipulative tactic. It's, I mean, it is, but we are all manipulating people all the time. Mm-hmm. When we smile, we're manipulating people to think we're safe, mm-hmm. right? But uh, it is a, like a healthy manipulative tactic to get to 
a better outcome, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The bad, toxic person is manipulating the crap out of you right. by holding you hostage to your primal instincts. Oh, I'm going to come at you sideways and mm-hmm. say you're a terrible mom. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, yeah. Right. And like you're, she literally, that person has your like nervous system in their grip and mm-hmm. is going, I am winning. Mm-hmm. And they're manipulating by holding on, like calling name, name calling. That's a, a horrific mm-hmm. manipulation because people don't know what to do. Yeah. If you want to rise out of somebody, call them a bad name. Right. Tell them they're a bad mom or a bad dad right. or a bad son. Or whatever. What's up, Melissa? <laughs> so, uh, Delano, we need a clock villain in comic books. That is a great... <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I'm down. Dr. Time. Dr. Time. <laughs> it would have to be a lady, though. I like lady villains. Dr. Time. Seems the, seems like lady villains are more evil than man villains. That is systemic uh, sexism. Jerk. Thanks for bringing it up. Beats me crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that that's mm-hmm. the things that stand... Those are the two things... Or not two things, but mm-hmm. that stand out to me the most in these two questions is we if we only respond by the thing that seems like um, the f- if you only do your first response right your initial <gasps> they called me a this I better then you're going to never end the cycle it is like a cougar when you run they attack right and it says right. oh the tone of a voice is very what. Oh, the tone of a voice is every bit as powerful as name calling. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Very much. So I got to run here in a minute. So let's cool. wrap this up. So this is a really good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a, a systems family therapist, a systemic family therapist, I think of all these, and we, we've talked about it before, being in a family is like a mobile, mobile. You know, like when you touch one piece of it, and then all the cousins and the aunties and the dads and the kids, it all affects them somehow mm-hmm. uh, for positive or for ill and you can uh, this person with the the toxic dad can affect his family their family for better by cutting out something that is not helpful mm-hmm. right now taking these drunk calls taking these high calls uh going through this name calling and then trying to fix it mm-hmm. i want you to put it back on on the dad and unfortunately some people just don't get it. Right. Well, and what's you know, like the dad, like, yeah. the dad is only perpetuating like his hurt and his abuse that he mm-hmm. went through to the son and to, to the other stuff right now. But, right. you know, and with the last name thing, it's like, I, I can, I can understand that. I've had, you know, clients that have said that before and, um, it, it can start. I mean, you, you can rewrite all this stuff. It, it can, it can be different f- from you. You can, you can grow that different branch on your family mm-hmm. tree right now. You oh, know, yeah. No matter claim what your it, lesson is. Claim it. Is. Like, literally, mm-hmm. I, we have said to the kids, Studleys are kind. Studleys are loving. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what that one of your family member does. Mm-hmm. Um, someone commented in the women's group that they're like, this isn't just his name. This is like the whole family of people's names, mm-hmm. right? So think of claiming it. Name it mm-hmm. and claim it. And then aim it. Like mm-hmm. name, claim, and aim, like Tina says. But exactly. I do want to say too, when you create new boundaries up, around someone who is um, toxic like this, it does. it takes a very long time for those boundaries to sort of set in and solidify. So it's almost like an electric fence where a dog or whatever, like... I mean, uh, not electric fence, uh, mm-hmm. invisible fence, mm-hmm. where it takes hitting those boundaries over and over and over and over until your dog realizes, and no, we don't have a shock collar and a hidden electric fence thing, mm-hmm. so don't get mad at us. But that's the idea. It takes a long time to set up those boundaries. It takes being consistent to have them work, okay? I have 
Um, oh, no. I have questions set up already. All right, go for it. Uh, so n- right now we are transitioning. Thank you for those questions. If mm-hmm. you've got a question, send it into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Oh, but right now, what? You know what? Sorry, we didn't, we didn't talk about one thing. For both of these families that are obviously having family of origin and systemic issues, for real, go to getfaithful.com. Oh, yeah. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get hooked up with a licensed counselor. Mm-hmm. It's HIPAA compliant. It's confidential. It's all this stuff. And you can, from a, a, a choose down menu, a, a drop down menu, uh, uh, family issues, communication issues, boundaries, problems with in-laws, all these things you can get. You can literally custom choose, customize your therapist, right? right. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage. Mm-hmm. I would say both of these guys yes. go there, blow right. it up, blow up your counselor's text line and right. phone to get help and just to process through this stuff. Right. And above all, other things are going to mess up your marriage, right? Sometimes things that we are try to mess up your marriage, that things that we can't control. Crazy exes with borderline personality right. disorder, uh, crazy in-laws, crazy dads, crazy moms. You, this has to be strong, mm-hmm. right? Because then this is the, the, the strong rock that that other water can bounce off uh-huh. of. You know what I'm saying? So like get that, faithful. Yeah. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage. Yeah. Go there. It's awesome. You guys are going there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting help, which is great. Right. So, that makes me think questions. of like a water off a duck's back analogy. Exactly. That you have to be strong enough and set stable and steady for those toxic mean things to literally roll off your back. And going to a therapist is like putting more wax on your Filson canvas raincoats. Ooh, wax back. Uh, anyhow. So, yes. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to find a therapist that is literally exactly right for your situation. If you don't like them, you can switch them. Ain't right. no big thing. So go do it. We right. partnered with them on purpose. So That's now right. we are in the anatomy of marriage app. You can go to anatomy to get this thing. We made it. And we are in the family section of the conversation starters. And we are asking each other these questions. We want you to do the same thing. Go for it. What is the most rewarding part of having a family? Uh... <sighs> Boy, I, the connection, mm-hmm. the looking forward to every day to mm-hmm. connecting with you, saying hey to the kids, smiling at them, like helping them. Mm-hmm. I really like helping them and teaching them, mm-hmm. you know, and spending time with them. It's right. fun, mostly. <laughs> mostly. Right. Um, I find it really rewarding to relive fun things, like to relive the wonder of being a child. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's so fun. Like, Hattie is just, I found an inchworm. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. look at it. Or mm-hmm. I found a cuckoo spittle. It's a weird mm-hmm. caterpillar they call a cuckoo spittle. Right. Um, you know, like, I love that rewarding, <laughs> the, the reward of just exploring, seeing the world through their eyes mm-hmm. in all of the phases that they're in mm-hmm. and and how it brings out different parts of us. That's right. one of my favorite, favorite parts. Even mm-hmm. if we travel with our children, we become different yeah. because we're traveling with them. We mm-hmm. have to explain like cultural differences, food differences, dress, all of that stuff. And we get to... Where to walk when you're in an airport so you don't get run over right. by Right. I mean, there's, so, there's yeah. so much. It's literally living to mm-hmm. me. It's like living. And right. I, I love it. And it's very present moment awareness. Like, or, I mean, that's how we parent and that's how mm-hmm. we live. Not mm-hmm. everybody does that. Mm-hmm. And but y'all should. So that was, that was question number one. Uh, Let's, well, okay. You want to do another one? What are three things you wish you would learn before having a family and before we started our family? I don't Mm. know why I wrote that, read that wrong. Let's see. Uh, That's um, how you act matters because the kids are watching you. More is caught than taught. Mm -hmm. All these things. And you got to be patient. I wish that I, your brains out. Uh, 
Huh? Two your brains out? You got to be patient until your brains fall out because that's what it takes, <laughs> at I, least for me. I wish that I had learned about present moment, or not, uh, blah, blah, the power of presence. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had learned that simply being present is very, very important. Just being there, Like, yeah. you don't have to say anything, do anything, literally just mm-hmm. be there. I'm learning that as I spend more one-on-one time with the kids, like when mm-hmm. I took tough fishing or me and Mary riding around the car and get mm-hmm. haircuts and stuff like that. Uh, you don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. You just sit there, right. you know, which is fine. Yeah, and I think too, I uh, really, really, really wish that I had understood the idea of modeling. Like you mm. are modeling your behavior to exactly. your children and they will absorb that. The so power like, of words. Right, Ooh. so when I like wake up and I'm pissy and I go, oh, mm-hmm. the kids are all going to start going, oh, when they're mad because right. I've modeled and then, it. Then you're going to yell at them I know, it. I get mad. What? You're <laughs> ungrateful? Right. You turd? All right, right? guys. So anyway. thank you for joining us today. Hope this has been helpful. Thank you for uh, your emails, your questions. Yes. If you do have questions, email at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and uh, go from there. All right. We love you guys. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Day.